0: Welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. I'm so glad that you stopped by and you are with us. We're in Matthew chapter 8, starting in verse 9. Let me catch up on what's been going on. Jesus has taught his great Sermon on the Mount, laid out the Beatitudes, taught us the model prayer. He has been about healing some folks, and now he's come to the place where he's starting to gather the people around him who who will walk with him and be his disciples. And this is where he calls Matthew. Now, Matthew is an interesting sort. So let's talk about it. Now, Jesus passed on from there. He saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. Now, let's stop right there. Knowing nothing about the background, knowing nothing about who's involved, you would just read that and say, no big deal. Jesus called. Uh, That person followed. If Jesus came to me bodily and called, I would probably follow. (laughs) Well, we got to look at Matthew. Matthew. Matthew was a tax collector, and Matthew, as far as we know, was a Jew. Now, there's probably one Gentile in Jesus's early clan, right? But Matthew, as far as we know, is a Jew. Matthew was also a tax collector. Now, let me tell you what that meant. That meant that the Roman government recruited him to collect taxes from among his own people. This is Now, that alone is bad enough. He's working for a foreign power, an enemy of the people, in collecting taxes. (laughs) Not all about you. Some of you might consider our IRS an enemy force. (laughs) You might consider them a foreign nation moving in and taking our money. I don't know how you view the IRS. But understand in Jesus' day, tax collectors in their own community were traitors to the people. And here's why. Not just because they worked for Rome and Rome was their master, their authority. They had taken them over. The Jews were were Roman slaves, actually, I mean, maybe not enslaved, but they were owned by the Roman Empire and they passed strict and harsh taxation laws as well as other social laws and laws to advance uh, the Roman government. For example, it was Roman law that if you, if you saw a Roman soldier walking down the street and he said, hey, come here and carry my stuff, you were duty bound by law to forget what you were doing stop what you were doing. It didn't matter if someone was in trouble. If you had a child or a spouse or a parent who was in distress, it didn't matter. You had to stop what you were doing, go pick up all of that Roman soldier's gear and carry it one mile. Now, we're going to talk about that more later on, not today, but in episodes in the future. But you had to do it. This is the situation that the Jews had with the Roman Empire. It wasn't a good one. So, Matthew, a Jew Traded on his people by taking a job with the Roman government. So bad enough. Well, it gets worse. You know how Matthew made his money? He wasn't paid a salary. He was paid by what he could collect in addition to the Roman tax. So if the Roman tax was 10 denarii, he collected 15, he got to keep five. Get the picture? Depending on how ruthless and how greedy and how driven you were for money, stuff, and things, you could tax your own people to the point that you became wealthy. And Jesus dealt with a couple of tax collectors, and we'll see this again later on. Another guy's name is Zacchaeus. And Jesus dealt with these guys, and he called them, and he used them, and he forgave them. Why? Why does he call Matthew, right, to follow him? Because he wanted everyone to know who was listening and watching. Listen, my kingdom is for everyone, no matter what you've done in your past. No matter who you abused, who you traded on, the poor judgment you've shown, the lack of wisdom you possess, Jesus says, I will give you a chance in my kingdom. It's not about perfection. It's not about earning it. It's not about being a perfected man. It's quite the opposite. Man can never be perfected within themselves, can never do it. But Jesus says, you know what? I have grace on you and I am calling you to come and follow me. So then it goes on and says, Now, and as Jesus reclined at the table in the household of many tax collectors, tax collectors run together, right? They didn't have a lot of friends outside of themselves. They were ostracized because they basically stole money from the people to line their pockets. So as he was at the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he, talking about Jesus, heard this, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Now, I don't know what you've done in your life, If we could see a replay on a big screen of all of your decisions, all of your thoughts, and all of your actions, I don't know how bad that would be. You don't know how bad mine would be. (laughs) Mine is not pretty by any stretch of the imagination, let me assure you. Yours might be pretty bad too. Here's the great news. Ready for this? Jesus came for you. He came for you. He came for people afar from the truth. And I can tell you, I was one of them. I struggle today in many areas of my life. Yet this Jesus, this risen Christ, continues to draw and woo and pull me back to his side. And guess what? He loves you just like he loves me. So what he does for me, he'll do exactly for you. So whatever you've gone through, wherever you are, if God's awakening you right now and calling you, just pray this prayer. Just pray, Jesus, it's me thank you for letting me pray. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth to change my life because I sure needed it. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross. I believe on the third day you bodily resurrected from the grave. Right now, I place my faith and trust in you alone for salvation. And I declare you Lord of my life. Change me and save me. I pray in your name, Jesus. Amen and amen hey if you prayed that prayer a minute for the first time you have been born again That's what the bible says you have a brand new life get in god's word find a bible teaching local church and continue listening to grace for your journey because you know what we're going to help you find grace (laughs) for your journey through god's word and through an encounter with the risen christ i love you god bless you and we'll talk again later